Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. Man, it's been awesome. Uh, we feel good about things, but uh, and it's just crazy how quick this time has gone. You know, 33 episodes already. 35 today. 30, 35. Oh, 35. <laughs> Dang. See, I can't even keep track. Um, this week, so there's something that a uh, little bit of backstory for you guys. Doing my Bible reading lately, I have been reading a lot about uh, different characters in the Bible, and I've come to realize they aren't what I thought. I thought, you know, um, in my it, growing up in Catholicism, growing up uh, just in general, then when I first got saved, we hear about all these people, about Paul, about Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, all these people that were, it's like, they were great. Moses parted the Red Sea, you know, all the, all these things that are like, you think, and you're like, man, these are great sp spiritual giants. Like what sure. we talked about before with, with Bay, right? Like these guys are, they have it all together. Then you start reading and little things pop out to you and you're like, whoa, <laughs> they're not as perfect as we would like to believe, right? So we have more in common with them than what a lot of people, I think, especially a lot of new believers see or believers, Christians who don't really study the word. There's a lot more in common with us than we might take at face value with the stories that we hear in church. And for me, I started thinking, I was talking with you about it. Like, I think that's one of the things that causes doubt, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, with especially newer believers, like, Hey, I keep failing. I'm never going to be like Paul or Moses or Peter or Isaac or any of them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I'm never going to be that set apart, that holy, right? Like why am I doing this? Right. And, and so that's what we want to talk about today, right? Dealing with doubt, dealing with the idea that um, those questions that we have, those those thoughts that creep in that like, is this really the right, am I really on the right path? Mm -hmm. Like, is this, and when, when I talked to you, when, uh, before I got saved, uh, one of my questions was like, Bobby, there's all these different faiths. There's, a, you know, uh, I just got back from Iraq and Afghanistan. These guys are trying to kill me for their faith. Why is your faith, what you're telling me I should believe? Why is that? any better or, mm -hmm. or why, what says that that's the right path to be on. Right. Um, and we talked about that in a previous podcast that only one person has resurrected. True. So, um, but, well, and you look at, you look at all the, the things that have happened in Christianity, right? Like there's been a lot of, I mean, you go back to the crusades and all that stuff. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So there's been a lot of, you know, horrific things that have happened under the name of Christianity, but that's not, what Christianity is all about. It's actually a complete contradiction of what it was supposed to be. Right. You know, and what it is supposed to be. So, you know, one of the things with doubt and, and the things that we need to think about, like, is it okay to doubt? Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, I think it's natural, right? Like mm -hmm. that's what, um, we, that's how our brains were created, right? With doubt, you know, in a situation where there might be a danger you know, you have fear and you have doubt, and that's that's going to help you to create a plan to help save you, right? Like that's how our brains 
we're, our brains question everything. We pro- try to process all kinds of information, but why do we like, so, and what is doubt? Like, sorry, my, that's what I was trying to look up on my phone, but it comes back to, um, to call into, well, and I wrote it down to call into question the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it causes uh, a lack of confidence. A lack of confidence is doubt. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily cause it. Mm-hmm. But it, or, I mean, or yeah, a lack yeah, of confidence. Yeah, yeah, a lack of confidence uh, would be doubt, right? Mm-hmm. And I, the, we were talking before we started recording. The, that's one of the things that really stood out to me because that applies even if you're not a Christian, right? Like because reading all these secular articles on doubt, like it's all about self-doubt, right? Which is a lack of confidence in yourself. And um, a, a Christian might be facing doubt with a lack of confidence in what's written as being truth or historically accurate or whatever, you know, like there's so many things that a Christian can, can look at. And I'm trying to think back to, you know, mine was why, what makes Christianity the one, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the one that I should follow. Um, The, before I got saved, I I really kind of doubted the historical, reality uh, mm-hmm. that the Bible presented, that it presented historical things in a way that, um, you know, we always look back into history as, you know, these people writing about it saying, this is what happened. And we have a book here that still lays out the same information, just from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think at the beginning, I had doubt in whether it did that, right. Mm-hmm. whether it fit into the historical narrative that I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and we got to remember, like, look, the whole thing of, of Christianity is about walking by faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's everything that, that, that we're told, like we're supposed to walk by faith and, and doubt is going to be that roadblock that comes in our way that is going to stop us from wanting to do that. Right. And so, and we know that we all, we are in this battle, we're in this war, spiritual battle. Right. And so what's the thing that's going to get in the way to try to thwart us? You know, it's going to be those attacks, man. It's right. going to be those doubts. And, and what's important is like, what do you do with that doubt? And that's what, you know, we're wanting to talk about. Like, you know, what happens and get some, you know, some different uh, case studies from the Bible, you know, and, and and talk about like different people that have doubted. But here's, here's the thing. Like, if you're in a place, right, where you're doubting, you got to ask yourself, what is it that you're doubting? And probably a majority of, of what we find, right, mm-hmm. is like, if you're doubting, more than likely, it's because you have uh, you have your own expectation of what you thought God was going to do, right? right. And, and we talked to somebody last weekend uh, who's going to come in and, and, you know, talking about grieving when you lose a child, mm-hmm. right? It's like, why would God allow something like that? So a lot of the times, you know what I mean? Not all the time, but a lot of the time, it's like something ends up happening, something comes our way, and it doesn't align with what we had, like our idea of what we thought God was going to do. And that's a big thing that right. it comes back to. So when you think about it too, it comes back to knowledge, right? Like your, your lack of knowledge or your understanding yeah. of, of what the scriptures say. So like ultimately, I mean, if we wanted to cut this podcast really short, it comes down to reading your Bible and understanding who God is and how he handles things. And also understanding that it's not, it might not be the way you want it to happen. It might not be within the time frame that you want it to happen. And I think that's uh, based off the the articles that I read and the things that I was reading about doubt was a lot of people, you know, 
we talked about it with prayer. We pray when we need something, Mm -hmm. right? Like most people pray when they need something, when they need God's help. And when that answer, when they don't feel like they got the answer that they should have got, that then there, there's their doubt, right? There's their, there's their reason to start doubting. And, but it also comes back to why didn't you get the answer that you thought you should have? Because you might not understand who God is based on the book that he has given us to, to lay it all out. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's how you, you know, when we come into those places where something happens, where God does something or doesn't do something, it, it gives us a, a, an opportunity to really look at our faith and be like, you know what? I have a fragile faith, right? Mm-hmm. Like my faith is based on circumstances. And and when my life is good and everything is great, you know what I mean? Like I can, yeah, I praise God for it. And I think, I thank him for it, but you know what I mean? Like you're really not, like you're really not going after him for the right reasons. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, like you, you look at those people that, that end up going through something super difficult and guess what? Like that, like, let's say somebody, somebody's in the hospital, we're all praying together. You know what I mean? And we're praying for somebody and they come out of it. Oh, great. Awesome. You know, it strengthens, strengthens their faith. And yeah, dude, it's like, that's great. But what about the person that like, we're all gathered together, we're all praying. And guess what? That person ends up dying. And then we still continue to, to believe and you can still, you still continue to push through those things. That's incredible. You know what right. I mean? Like, cause it's like, even, even against all odds, like it, that's, that situation still happened. And th- I think that's a big testimony to people where it's like, why do you still have that faith? Why, why would you still believe in God if he couldn't, you know, save your, your, your spouse or your child or, or, or whatever it is? Like you think about the, the worst possible case scenario. I mean, like look at Job, right? Mm-hmm. He loses everything. I mean, everything. And he's still worshiping God. He's still seeking after God. And in those instances, like in the world today, people would be like, you're a fool. Right. You know, that's foolish. Like, why would you, why would you be devoted to somebody that, you know, if they're supposed to be the creator and all powerful, why would they allow that to happen? Right. And I think, I think for a lot of people too, in any circumstance, they don't see God's hand at work mm-hmm. until way later. We talked about that before too. It's like when you get past it, like you might've been praying for a specific thing to happen and that didn't happen. And when you keep that faith and you're just like, okay, well, this is obviously what God wants, you know, and you just keep going through it. And then you look back and then you go, oh man, that's why I'm here now because God said no then, or yeah. God said not yet, you know? And I think that is where, and and that's super important in the aspect of, I think a lot of people, uh, and I think it's the way our brains work, right? Uh, I, I know I'm an overthinker, mm-hmm. but like we dwell on one thing, right? We dwell on that and we go, okay, you know, why, 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 why? And we keep thinking that question keeps coming up, keeps coming up. And we just allow it to, we convince ourselves mm-hmm. not based off scripture, not based off anything other than our own mind that this can't be true or the, you know, what is the point? Right. Like, and I think that's where, um, a lot of people go wrong. They start instead of going to what they know is truth for Christians, right? Like we know the Bible is the truth, right? We believe it to be inerrant that it's God's word to us. It's, it's more than just a book of rules or regulations that we have to follow. This is what, this is God revealing himself to us and how he handles things and, and how he expects us to, to handle things. And we just, we need to make sure that we don't rely on 
what the world would call like our own, everybody has their own truth, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, you got to understand like this is truth and we got to keep turning to that and understanding like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Well, and knowing that, right. So like, okay. So the doubt, you know, by the definition of, of Webster, right. It's like to call into question the truth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think like, if anything, like that's what we, we really need to think. Cause dude, you go through those seasons, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, it, and it's part of the growth, mm-hmm. right? Like just, like hang in there. Like you go through it in a marriage, you know what I mean? Like just hang in there. Uh, You go through it, you know, with raising kids, same thing, you know what I mean? And it's like, and and with our faith, it's so, man, it's so easy because it's like, you know, in Hebrews, it tells us that, you know, the faith, our faith is in what we hope for, for the things not seen, you know, I'm paraphrasing it, but, but it's like, so it's so easy to just dismiss it, you know? And a lot of times like people get confused, like, you know what? They think that the opposite of, of faith is doubt and it's not. The opposite of faith is is sight, right? And that's why the Bible tells us, like, you walk by faith, not by sight. But, man, we get so wrapped up where it's, you know, it, dude, it, you're going through biblical counseling right now, right, mm-hmm. with Pastor Jack. And so, you know, even just talking about biblical counseling and, you know, it's one thing when you're, when you're going and you're, like, looking at all these principles, like, these are all the things you're supposed to be doing, right? Especially when you're counseling somebody in marriage. And then it's another thing when they're home and that spouse isn't doing what they were expecting them to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're so willing to just give it all away, just throw it all away because of they're not seeing the results that they want in the moment that they want it. You know what I mean? And, right. and that's like, well, then it can't be true. Then this is never going to work, you know? And it's like, uh, you know, I think of, you know, when we think of doubt in the Bible, who's the per- one of the first persons that you think of? I think of Peter. Okay. Peter. Yeah. Walking on water. Okay. That's the first person I think of because that's the most recent one that I've read, like that I've read about and, you know, walk it. Jesus is walking on water. And if it's really you, Lord, call me out. So he goes out and in that moment, while he's walking on water, doubt sets in because of the world around him. The circumstances, right? The circumstances (laughs) around him. He takes, you know, he takes his eyes off of Jesus. You know what I mean? And then the circumstances around him. You know, and then guess what? He doesn't have that full that full hope in in the Lord. And then after that, I would think of Thomas. Thomas, right? Yeah. And I think that that's that's what everybody that I, would go. Yeah, to. that's the first person that you know what I mean. And so just think of think of Thomas in that situation. You know what I mean? And he's you know what I mean. And it's funny, like it, knowing knowing his characteristics. Like if you read the scriptures and you see, like every time he's opening his mouth, just his attitude towards things. You know what I mean? But you know, one of the things with him is is in that sense where it's like. You know, Jesus comes back and, you know, he's risen from the, from the dead. He goes with the disciples and he's, or with the apostles, you know what I mean? And he's with them and Thomas isn't there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I love what Pastor Pat says, cause he's like, see, that's why I always go to church. Cause when I don't <laughs> go to church, something's going to end up happening. You know what I mean? So Thomas wasn't there and you know, Jesus reveals himself to, to all the rest of the, the apostles. And then he's like, no way. Like, I won't believe it unless I. Put my fingers in yes. the hole. So I yeah. won't believe it unless I see it. Yeah. Right. And so, and then again, guess what? Then Thomas makes sure he's going to church and <laughs> what, hypothetically, right. He's, he's, but he's gathered with the apostles and days later is when Jesus ends up coming, you know, but here's the thing, man, like, and I think what's por- important in that situation with him is, you know, he had those doubts, everybody else saw it, you know, mm-hmm. and then, and then what did he do? With he that. kept going. He kept going, man. Right. And I think that's, I think that's what's huge. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, we'll, we'll talk about like, you know, some principles to like apply to this if, if people are doubting, but it's like, you know, that's important. Like, you know, he says, Hey, you know what? Like, 
he's praying to the Lord in a sense, like, unless he shows up, unless he does this thing, right. you know what I mean? Like, so he's still hopeful. He's not closing himself off to that. And then the second thing is like, he's gathered with the apostles. Like he's, he, he doesn't like, oh, well, you know what? You guys are more important or whatever. He's going to show up to me. You know what I mean? No, right. you know what? He put himself in a position where if God was going to do something, he's, he's putting himself there. He's putting himself with the rest of the group. Right. You know what I mean? And so like, it's important, like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Yeah. You yeah. That, that's, I think that's huge. And I mean, going with that, the, and we've talked about this so many times. I, I know I've mentioned it before is it's. It's about holding on to what you already know is truth too, right? We have a tendency when we start to doubt something, not to think about the rest of the truth that we know and only think about what's causing us concern in that moment, right? Like you might've had God work some amazing things in your life. You might've seen God, you might've, you know, have read and understand and it personally experienced something that, you know, that God's hand was in. And you recognize that. But when you get into that, those doubting times where your brain is overthinking and you're starting to, you, all you hold on to is that doubt. So think about those truths too, like, because that's, what's going to keep you reading, keep you going to church, keeping you like, I'm sure. And for Thomas, I'm, I'm willing to bet. He's like, he's like, man, they saw it. I was there when he did all mm -hmm. of these miracles, you know, like, okay, let me just keep going. Like, maybe I will get that, that that revelation that, um, that Jesus is going to appear to me and I'll be able to understand, like, to really believe then. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but that's what I, I'm, I, I think for us as Christians, because I, I if I hope if somebody has a, has an encounter with Jesus, you know, like <laughs> tell us about it, please. But you know, like that we hold on to the truths that we know, right. Mm -hmm. Like th that you've personally experienced. I'm, I can't, I, I can't think of a single Christian that, um, that I've ran into that doesn't have a personal testimony of an experience that they had with Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, with, with God, God working in their life, mm -hmm. right? Like hold on to that because that the doubt's going to come because our brains work like that, right? Like there's going to be some information that comes up, you know, the, the bone box, the, you know, whatever it is that you're reading in the news that's happened in Jerusalem, all these things that we're going to be like, well, really like maybe maybe this isn't it but remember you have those truths stored up already like lean on those to get through those things and navigate those yeah things. you know and, and don't you know and that's but that's important too right because like sometimes it's like well see god did this over here but now he's not doing this over here you know what i mean and it's like right. those like those those uh events in your life that he did do something you know like you said hold on to them but don't think that he's always gonna do some event you know what i mean I, I remember one time listening to a pastor he's like dude if you're saved what else are you needing god to do like seriously yeah. like are you satisfied in christ like if he has saved you and you know you're saved what else like you know what if if jesus doesn't answer another prayer that i have the fact that he has saved me and answered that prayer what else do i need you know, and it's true, man, because it's like, you know, if, if we think about it, like, what would you need to be happy right now? If And if there's probably something that, pe you know, people are going to be like, well, I'll list off the name, the, all these things. You know what I mean? Because we get so focused and we lose sight of like, dude, you know what? Like, I have all that I need. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I have what I, what I have. And if anything else comes, great. But the thing that that is sustaining me shouldn't be in all these other externals because those things are going to pass, man. Those things are, are going to go away. 
you know? Sure. And, and so looking at that and, and, you know, even with Thomas, like, I think the awesome thing is like, you know, Jesus comes, he's appear, he appears to Thomas and then Thomas, you know, recognizes it and is like, my Lord, my God, you know, and I love what Jesus says, like, Hey, you know what? Blessed are you, you know, who have seen, you know, but more blessed are those that believe and do not see, you mm-hmm. know, which is us. Yep. You know what I mean? We're going strictly off of, man, I'm, I'm basing all my trust in God's word. You know what I mean? I'm basing all my trust on, you know what, this is the evidence of things hoped for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like what has been recorded, what we what we have, you know what I mean, in, in the sense of like, you know, uh the evidence of all the books that we have, the literary, you know what I mean? Evidences of that. But it's like more than importantly, like, dude, there's no doubt that Jesus was existed. That he came, you know what I mean? Like if, if we look and you know, I are going through that book with, through J. Warner Wallace, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And he's like talking about, you know, all these things that like even non-biblical writings talk about Jesus, you know what I mean? And so like the evidence is there, but here's the thing. Are you going to put your trust into that? You mm-hmm. know? And because here's the thing, like if you start doubting when it ends up happening, you're going to look for some kind of answer somewhere else to make, help you believe what it is that you feel. Right. You know, like And you can find that nowadays on the internet. Yeah, you can dude. find whatever you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're gonna you're gonna you're going to try to satisfy yourself in whatever it is that you believe to be true, that you want to be true. You're gonna try to satisfy that. And I mean, look, I mean it's basic. Go back to the garden, right? Mm-hmm. The enemy puts that doubt to Adam and Eve to puts it to Eve. You know what I mean? He gives her that doubt. And what does she do? Well, you know, she goes after her and she takes you know, she takes that temptation because she really wanted to see, is this going to satisfy me? Is this going to be what it, what it is? You know what I mean? She, right. you know, it, it tells us in John, right? The less of the flesh, less of the eyes and pride of life. You know what I mean? You're going to go after those things or are you going to hold on to God's word? Because guess what? You were already made in his image. You were already made in his likeness. Like you were already told that. And the enemy is telling you, if you do this, you'll be like God. Right. So which one are you going to trust? You know? I, dude, I, I think of I think of like two people when we were when we were talking about we were gonna go into doubt. I thought of two um, op- opposing opposing case studies, right? I guess you could say, right? You think of the the guys in Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace, mm-hmm. right? And then and then we look at like the rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so the one with um, you know with uh, with in Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, they're not going to bow down to the statue that Nebuchadnezzar has, right? They're not going to bow down to it. And then um, they get trouble for it, right? They're the only ones that aren't bowing down to it. And so, you know, Nebuchadnezzar comes, he gets him, he takes him away. And he's like, hey, you know what? You better bow down to the statue or if you don't, you know, you're going to go into the furnace. And and they're like, no, dude, we're not going to bow down to the statue, you know? And um, and I, I love what it says. It's in it's in Daniel chapter three, verse sixteen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, "O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the fire, into the blazing furnace, the God who we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your Majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your Majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gods the the gold statue you have set up." You know, and it's like, hey, man, we know that God's going to rec- rescue us from this. Like, he's going to do it. Man, and even if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, dude, just thinking of that, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, that's, I think, when we talked, you know, we talked about it with prayer. Like, I think that's one of the hardest things when somebody is coming to you and asking you for prayer. And like, you know, even, once again, marriage counseling, you know, it's like, look. I don't know what's going to happen to this. We're going to try to do this. And and you guys might do everything that, that 
we're talking about for you to do. But still not, might not be the answer you want. Yeah. It might not be the answer that you want. You know what I mean? But, but here's the thing, like if you're obedient to what God is telling you as a husband to do, or if you're obedient at what God is telling you to do as a wife, regardless of what the, the other spouse does, right? Because if both spouses are being obedient to what the Lord is going to do, he's, he's going to heal that marriage regardless, period. I fully, truly believe that. Mm-hmm. But normally what ends up happening is one will start to do what they're supposed to do. And then the other one doesn't do it. Right. Or they, you know, it's going to take them a little bit more time for, you know, whatever the case is. And when they, when that one spouse is, is that's being obedient, sees that the other spouse isn't, what ends up happening right there? That person ends up like, you know what? Forget it. Why even bother? Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, if they, if we would go at all the things in our life in that sense, like those guys did, right? Where it's like, you know what? I know that God can save my marriage. Let's just say for the example, I, I know God can save my, my marriage, but even if he doesn't, guess what? I am still going to do what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. You know right. what I mean? Because what you should want is to God to fix you because obviously you haven't been a perfect spouse. And if you were, you know what I mean? You probably wouldn't be in this situation. So guess what? Like you're in the situation that you're in. You need a savior. It's not your spouse. It's not you. It's the Lord. And there's probably gaps in your life. Tighten those things up. Allow the Lord to really, truly work in you to be the spouse that you need to be. And 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 regardless of whatever it is that your spouse is going to do, guess what? God will bless your efforts. God will bless the 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 effort that you're putting in forth to seeking after Him. Right. And I, like thinking about like your example, marriage counseling. Right. Like you you look at a couple, and using the same example example you used, it's not always the person who's doing everything um, that. Uh, gets that doubt. It's the person who's, it could also be the person who's not getting it as easily as that person, right? They're feeling left behind. They're feeling like, like they're, they're looking and for both of them, when they make that decision to, to stop, right? Like they're, they're leaving me behind or they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And they make that decision to stop. They're, they're making that decision based on, um, them, Mm-hmm. Again, right? Like they're 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 making the decision based on doubt and not truth. Like that's, and I think that's the whole aspect behind it is w- you do what you're supposed to do. You do what you know is right. What you follow the truth and and don't make decisions based on what somebody else is influence. Don't let somebody else influence your your doubt. And, and that's. That's across the board in the world today, right? Like people who care, care so much about what so-and-so is doing or why do they have this? Why, how come I don't get to do that? You know, they care so much about those other things and they, they make rash decisions based on that and not on the truth, right? Like, and that's what, and that, those things too, those specific things, comparing yourself to others, comparing yourself to, to it comparing comparing yourself to others will ultimately lead you to doubt yourself right mm-hmm. like because we all are on different walks we're all different levels right like if i what what would have happened if i was like bobby like yeah that podcast sounds cool i'll listen because uh i am not on the same level as you like i'm not a pastor i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to do that like no like you 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 got to have that faith and, and not doubt like what 
your experiences are, what, you know, if I compared myself to you, then every time I came here, I'd be like, man, okay, I'm just here as the, the mouthpiece to say, hello world, right? Like, yeah. no, that's not, uh, that's not what we should be doing, right? And, but that's what doubt does. That causes yeah. us to start thinking that way. So, it, and it goes, it, most of the time it can go both ways, right? Like you could look at it like, why, like, like Steve's not even like, not even doing his part, like why I'm, you know, whatever. And, and there could be doubt forming there based on something completely different. Right. So I think that looking like when you look, everybody is going to experience doubt of some kind, whether it's doubt in themselves, whether it's doubt in the word, whether it's to doubt historic, whatever you're going to experience doubt, but it's got to go back to the truth. Mm-hmm. Right. And what, and how God tells us, like what our ways are, right? Like his ways are different than our ways, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like his thoughts are different than our thoughts. Like we have to understand that. And, but the only way we're going to have any kind of revelation about uh, what God's ways are is by being in the scriptures. Like, it, and holding on to it, right? I mean, that's the whole thing that we talked about, just staying on target, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and being your, and putting yourself in a place where you're going to, you know, stay in motion, you know, and, and not allow, because you're, dude, when those doubts come, like, regardless of what happens, I mean, you're going to lean one way or the other, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, you got to have those, like, those things are, you don't have to, but those things are going to be in the back of your mind, whatever those doubts are, you know what I mean? And, and pray, you know what I mean? Like, let, let, I mean, pray and ask the Lord, you know what I mean? reveal yourself like i'm struggling with this i i you know maybe you made a mistake maybe you messed up and you feel like that's a big one right like you feel like man god's never gonna forgive me like i don't understand how he he can't forgive me like there is gonna reach a time where he's gonna stop you know what i mean or, or whatever the case may be you know what i mean but it's like dude, you need to go and seek after him you know if we look at any you know we can look at you know peter thomas you can look at um uh, I think of the the couple that's on the road to Emmaus, right? Like right after Jesus is, is uh, crucifixion and everything else, right? They're like walking to Emmaus and then Jesus meets them there, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, what's up? Like, why do you guys look so sour faced? Like, what's wrong with you? You know? And they're like, dude, do you not know what's going on? You know? And, and just even that conversation with him, like they were, they didn't know it was him, you know, but they still reached out. They were still processing that whole, that whole thing. You know what I mean? And And there you go. And what does it say that Jesus did? Jesus took them back to the truth. He took them back to all of the scriptures. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have done anything in that moment. But the thing that he did was take them back to the truth, take them back to scripture and, and show them. And, and that's why it's so important that you have to have, you know, like you have to have an understanding of who God is, not based on your idea, not based on the the pastor's idea, not based on, on what we're saying on this podcast. Like you have to have a, a, a assurance of who God is based on who God has revealed himself to be. And that's only going to be found, found through scripture, you know? Amen. And so, you know, <laughs> and so, you know, so like, hey, you need to pray. Like if anything else, like pray. You know, ask God to help you with those things. You know, what, what you know when Jesus was was coming down right after the um, uh, the transfiguration when he's on the Mount of Transfiguration, right? 
I think that's what it is. And and he comes down and, you know, he, that dad's asking like, hey, Lord, will you heal, you know, my child? And he's like, you know, if you have faith, you know, I will heal. And he's like, I do, but help my unbelief. You know what I mean? If you believe, I'll do it, but help my unbelief. And so God wants to do that because it's a process. Like, it's not like you're just going to have it all together. It's going to be a process. And there are going to be times where things are not going to make sense. And you're going to ask, oh, God. What happened not recently, right? With your uncle, when your uncle passed. Oh yeah. When my uncle passed, I, with all the, the loss that we've experienced in our family, I just, I texted you. I was like, it's all for good. Right, Bobby? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, and I like, could, dude, I could hear the tone in your, in your text. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, I, that's where I was at. I was like, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like I can't, who, how am I supposed to comfort my family? Like at some point it's like, why is this happening? You know, like there's that doubt, like. Really, it's all for good, right? Like that's what the scriptures tell us, right? Like, and um, it's funny because after that, you know, having a conversation with his his son, his young son, my uncle's young son, afterwards, like God was revealing Himself to me in that moment, right? Like, and 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 showing me through His son, like, hey, it's all right, like it's you know, like it is going to be okay, um, but I. Real quick, I was because of my reading, uh, when you mentioned prayer and you know, ask for it. I mean, that's what Jesus literally tells us, uh, you know, right after the model prayer. Um, he, he says, He says, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened to you. That That's in Luke 11, verse 9, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it, if you're struggling with something, ask but it's not just it's not just ask and then be like sit there and wait mm-hmm. right like yeah. and we talk about uh, pastor pat says it all the time right like you're not gonna you can't pray for a job and then sit on your couch yeah. right like yeah, exactly. you've got there's things that have to happen with you like if, if you are failing to understand something ask about it pray about it but then where are you going to find it you're going to find it in the scriptures right like that's where you got to go you got to do the work for God to reveal it to you, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's huge. And and like don't be like, all oh, right, God, like help me understand this and then take a nap. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's not you know, I mean, maybe greater miracles have happened, right? <laughs> like yeah, no, no, but, no, for sure. but more than likely, he's gonna want some work out of you. Like, show me that you really want to understand this. Do some work, you know? And uh that's going to come when the, it's going to be revealed to you through scripture. That's what the scriptures are well, for. And dude, that, you know what? And that's huge, man. Cause like, I think about it in, in counseling, man. It's like, you know, you, you see, you see actions in, in, in a couple, right. And one of them is, or both of them, you know, both of them are, are, are involved in things that they shouldn't be involved in that are, that are affecting their marriage. And it's like, all right, stop. Stop this behavior. You need to stop doing this. You need to stop doing this. And then they don't. Mm-hmm. And, and and why don't they stop? And it's and, and you know you take them to scripture. Like hey, like look, look, this is the reason why the why the Bible tells you don't do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And and it's like you you want to see God, and you're asking. You know what I mean? And it's like you're showing up. You know to church because you know the answers are here, but yet you're not 
allowing him to work because you're not getting this out of your life, you know. And there, you know, I told you like when I think of uh, uh, of you know opposing factors in this, where it's like you look at the boys that this happened to them in the book of Daniel. You know, they go to the fiery furnace. And they're like, hey, you know what? Regardless of it, even if we, even if he doesn't, if he decides that he's not going to save us through this, we're still not going to we're still not going to sin. We're still not going to bow down to the image. But then you look at the rich young ruler, where the rich young ruler is like, he's coming to Jesus and he's like, hey, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? And you know, Jesus is like, hey, well, you know, keep the commandments. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, and he goes through all all the commandments. And it's like, yep, I've done it. Checked it. Check the box. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh okay, well, you know what? Then you know what? How about you sell your possessions? Give them to the poor and then come and follow after me. It's like, mm, right. Bye. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then he, he, he leaves, right? Cause it's like, you know what God was, Jesus was doing in that moment. It's like, this is where you're finding your, your, your uh, fulfillment in, you know? And that's the thing, man. It's like, what, if you're finding your fulfillment in anything other than Jesus, guess what? Your life is not, is not going to be complete. You can't have Jesus and have all these other things. And when Jesus challenges you, like, hey, like our world is going to get rocked. And when your world gets rocked and he challenges you in certain situations, here's the thing. It's like, who am I going to trust right here? Right. There you go with Peter. Right. Like, all right, man, like, Lord, call me out on the waters and help me to just stay focused on you because I can't do this alone. And there's going to be all these other circumstances that are going to get in my way and help me to just stay focused on you so I can take each step towards you, you know? Right. And, so, and when he it. focused on those circumstances is when he's fell into the water. Yeah. And the first thing he did was pray yeah. a really short prayer. <laughs> well, and, and, and here's the thing, man, here's, and here's the problem. Like you, you come to church, you surround yourself with people that, you know what I mean? That believe the same way that you do. And you're sitting through a sermon and then you just, you, you come, you show up and then you leave. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, although you were surrounded by people and you probably recognize some people, guess what? You didn't like, you're not getting in that fellowship. You're not getting in a place where you have community, but you go to work with people that don't believe the way that you believe. But guess what? You invest all this time with them, talking to them about X, Y, and Z and their, their lifestyle, their, their methods of belief rub off on you. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then, then you start thinking like, man, things don't align. Like, I know I'm not supposed to lie, cheat and steal and, and do X, Y, and Z. Right. But man, but at work, like everybody's doing it. And sometimes, sometimes I have to lie at work, you know, because I just need to make the boss like get off my back. And sometimes I lie and you know what I mean? And it's like, now you start doing all these things where it's like, man, that starts chipping away at your belief system. You know what I mean? And that's why it's important. Like we've talked about it. Like you need to have a group of people that, that are going to keep you and hold you accountable. You know what I mean? That believe and value the same things that you value, because guess what? If, if, if you're hanging out with people, you're going to a bar drinking and hanging out with people that don't value their marriage. And then you're having problems in your marriage. What are you going to do when somebody's trying to challenge you? Like, no, 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 you need to put your, your, your marriage at the, at the number one spot and not go out and not go drink and not go hang out with your buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when your marriage is challenged, guess who you're going to go with? Well, guess what? I'm going to go seek comfort from my boys. You know, the people that I talk to, the people that know what I'm going through. And but you're not talking to people at church, so you know you're going to church, but you're not you're not sharing with those people. And so the guidance that you're seeking are, is from the wrong place. Yeah. And the, the people that you're turning to are the wrong type of people. And we talked about that uh, in our meeting yesterday about like um, who like who you want to be. And like if if I want 
if I want to be a pastor, right? Like I'm going to surround myself with people who are on the same, not necessarily want to be pastors, but they're Christians, they're strong that, you know, and I'm going to use them to help me understand and, and get to where I think I need to be. Whereas if I surround if I wanted to be a pastor and I surround myself with people who don't believe those people are going to be constantly tearing, tearing me down and I'm going to be seeing them. And I mean, we see it in the world today all the time where like those people who aren't believers seem like they have everything that this world could offer. Right. Like, and like, well, why am I, yeah, maybe I, maybe I should go be a radio host instead of a pastor, you know, a, a secular radio host. I'll just, I'll just follow like this guy did. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, so who you surround yourself with really affects what you're going to do, mm -hmm. right? Like if, if you, it, like you said, if you, if you, if you want to be remembered as a good dad and a, a good husband, a good father and a good husband, right? Should you surround yourself with single people? Are you going to be the best father and husband you can be if you're surrounded with single people who don't have kids? No, because you're probably going to be spending a lot of time with those single people who don't have kids and neglecting your wife and your family. Well, they're going to pull you away, right? Mm -hmm. the, those people that don't value, even if it's not single, even if it's people that, but you look at their family and it's like, you know, right. like you see them as, as how they are as a father or a mother or as a spouse and their marriage is always, you know what I mean, uh, rocky. You know what I mean? And it and it's because they spend a lot of time doing these, you know, whatever things and they're pulling you to that. Right. And then your life is going to, your life is going to be affected like that too. You know what I mean? And it's like the same thing. It's like, you're not going to ask financial advice from somebody that's broke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, so like we do those things practically, you know what I mean? And, and, but we don't do it spiritually. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and that's the thing, like the biggest thing is you have to think like, what do you value? You know, if you're listening to the podcast, you know what I mean? You're, 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 you're listening to something like this where it's like, Hey, you know what? Like I want to be fed or it's because your family members and, <laughs> and friends, you know what I mean? But, but seriously, like you want to put yourself in a place where it's like, who is going to pour into my life and help me stay on the right path. And here's the big thing. Who's going to call me out. Mm -hmm. Who's going to call me out and tell me like, Hey, you know what? You know what you need to do in this situation and, and what do we need to do to help you out to get to that? So, you know, have friends that are willing to be there for you that are willing. And guess what? Sometimes you go to church and you might meet people that really don't want to get involved in your life. You know, you, and you, this is how, you know, this is how you spot them out, right? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like, dude, do you like. Find those people that are like really interested in what's going on. No, like, hey, you know what? I can tell that something's going on. You like, let's talk about it. You know, those are the people that you need to seek after, you know, but don't go for people that are just superficial because there's a lot of people like that. And, you know, we can all be like that in church where it's like, cool. How are you doing? Good. Great. Boom. And then yeah. you leave. You know what I mean? But you got to find people that are willing to take the time and, and, and help you in those situations. So, you know, pray and ask for guidance, you know, for sure. Surround yourself with people that are going to help put you on the path that you know you should be on, right? Not the path that you want to be on, but the path that you should be on. That's why church is going to, it's so important. Like, you know, if you're listening to the podcast and it, it, like this does not replace church. Not at all. You know, it, it's not going to replace church, but guess what? It's going to hopefully put you in the right path and, and, uh, and, and help you 
You know what I mean? To find people in your life that's like, hey, you know what? I do need a group of people that I can I can rely upon. Um, and then and then seek. You know what I mean? Like seek the truth. Hey, I got these doubts. These things don't make sense to me. And open up your Bible or 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 read a book, read a resource, you know what I mean? That's gonna help point you in the right direction. And don't be I mean, I, if you're struggling in your faith, if you're if 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 you know, like, dude, I'm a weak believer, like I've just got saved or whatever, like be very careful of what you read that's outside of the Bible, because sometimes you might because I'll read I'll read stuff on the other camp, right? I'll read I read you know, people like, uh, I just got done with a, a book from Dawkins a couple of years ago, right? Where he was like, you know, talking about all these reasons to doubt God and we shouldn't have a belief. You know what I mean? And, but if you are already weak, that's going to, that's going to hinder you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cause even as I was reading, it's like, holy smokes. Like I could see if somebody was reading this, how they can get, you know, distracted from, from the stuff that he's talking about, but, but seek these things out and don't like Christianity is not one of these things where it's like, Hey, you know what? You just need to believe it. And that's it. Like, just believe it. And and just take it for for face value of what it said. No, no. And but there are churches like that. Mm-hmm. There are Christian churches where they don't encourage you to have your Bible. They don't encourage you. you they might not have Bibles sitting around the sanctuary. And you should really think about that when you go into one of those churches. Am I am I holding a Bible in my hand and reading the words, or is it up on a screen and? somebody typed that up there. Is that exactly what it says? You know, is that, and I mean, for me, uh, with my background in law enforcement, right? Like I, I, I question a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? I, I do that constantly. Like, who are you to tell me, <laughs> right? Like why, why can't, uh, like, let me show me where to find that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that's important too. Like, I mean, we've talked about it and it's funny because right now in school and ministry, I'm at, I'm at where I started originally. And that first class that I took, there was a big question that came up for me that kind of for a long time had like caused me to have a lot of doubt. And um, it's funny because I brought that question up this past week and um, people are pretty interested in like, well, that's a good point. Let me, you know, let me do some research. And then I was telling Will yesterday, I was like, you know what, what's really funny is that I asked this question not to cause doubt for anybody or anything like that. But I asked this question after I've already come to an answer in my heart, right? Like I, regardless of what anybody tells me, like in my heart, I, based off what I've read and what I understand, this is what I believe. Whereas other, like now these people are like, Steve, like, I think you're right. Like, look, look right here, right? <laughs> look right here. And so it's one of those things where it's like, like you have to understand too that that we're, we might not get the answer, right? At some point you, you might be asking a question that is really important to you. And there might, I mean, when I was in that two years that I was, I would constantly look back on that and try and find the, like, I want a clear cut answer. I've read so many different things that were from, that were on, on opposite sides. Right. And I could have gone with either one of them, but I chose, uh, through my study to come to an answer, understanding that there's going to be two different answers, right? Like it's not, and this is not me discovering my own truth, right? But it's just me going through and saying, 
this is what this is the my understanding because at the end of the day it doesn't affect my salvation right at the end of the day it's it's uh, a question that's like okay it's for me and in my understanding if that makes sense no like, and it is because i mean you know you were talking and I, and I turned to job you know what i mean where like god never told job what was going on he never gave him an explanation at the end. You know what I mean? He mm -hmm. never gave him an explanation. He never coddled him or anything. It was just like, dude, life happened the way it happened. God had a plan. God allowed what he allowed to happen. And we get a bird's eye view. Like we get to see what was going on on the back end. But Job never got that. You right. know what I mean? And at the very end in, uh, and I love this. And, and I remember like, you'll probably hear Pastor Jack say this a lot. And because when he said this, it's like, man, that makes so much sense. Um, in uh, chapter 42 of Job, in verse five, it says, I had only heard you before, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. You know what I mean? And it's like all this stuff that had happened. And it's like, you know, that's where it is as this is Christians. You know what I mean? It's like all these things have, have taken place. And it's like, okay, we have this understanding. I know who God is, blah, 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 blah. I know that he's, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's because we, we're, we're getting that, we're getting that information, but it comes to that point where it, you know, Job's like, I went through all these things and all these things happened to me. And those are the things, and that's where I see you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You can go to, you know, Elijah where he's, you know, running from, from um, you know, Jezebel because she's coming after him after he, like, did this whole thing on Mount Carmel. And, and guess what? God's like, hey, you know what? And he wants to die. He's like, dude, Lord, just take me out. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, dude, I just, like, I don't want to live. And all this stuff happens and, you know, God's like, he's not in the wind. He's not in, you know, in, like, all this other stuff that's going on, right? And it's like in the silence, you know, in the, in, in the sciences where he sees God and it's like, man, like, don't like, don't take away your expectations. Like don't allow your expectations to determine who God is. Let God determine who he is by who he reveals himself to be, you know, and change your expectations and change your expectations. Amen. I think that's a good place, dude. Yeah. <laughs> change your expectations. Learn who he is. Allow him to reveal himself to you and change your expectations. Yeah, and just realize, you know, maybe your faith is a little bit fragile. And here's the thing, and we talked about that before, right? Like if, if it's fragile, that means it's a little bit weak. And and just because it's weak doesn't mean that it isn't it isn't strong. Just the fact that it's weak just shows you, hey, guess what? Like I need to be careful with how much pressure I put on myself right now because yes, it I it can break. You know what I mean? So even though it's fragile, hey, just have an understanding like, oh, you know what? Like, maybe I need to work on some things, you know, and and not like, hey, you know what? Maybe God isn't who he said he was. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. I guess that's a good awkward uh, silence. <laughs> my brain is like, I mean, we're at, we're at like almost an hour again and we could probably keep going for another hour and so like it, the reason why i say yeah i agree because <laughs> if i keep going then we're gonna keep going yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean like that's what and maybe and we've talked about this before with the podcast is so many of these things like we give you guys an hour 45 minutes maybe a little bit more than an hour sometimes but we could keep going like we could do more oh, we're not gonna episodes. exhaust it yeah, yeah like no, there's no it. way we're gonna exhaust it the whole point of this like these are like hey okay you're dealing with doubt here's some things right just think about these things a little bit and you know dig in 
right? Like we do, you and I sit down and do some research before we, for whatever topic we're going into a couple hours of research for each of us, you know, mm -hmm. or combined. And then we sit down and talk about it. Well, do your own research. Yeah. And then, Hey, if you come across something, you think that like, Hey, you guys said this, let's talk this. about it. Let, let, let us know, send us an email. If you know us personally, send us a text message, give us a phone call. I do that all the time. And Bobby gets mad because I'm like, Bobby, what is it? I'm reading this right now. I wouldn't even say Bobby gets mad. I think Deanna gets more mad. She's like, tell him he's about to meet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's what, that's what this is about guys. Like if, and you know, if you have questions, send them to us. Like, I mean, we, there's more than enough stuff in this book that we can keep going for a long time on That's this podcast, sure. but we want it to, the whole point of this is to meet you guys where you're at and, and try to help because what's funny is like, so that question that I was dealing with in, in school of ministry, I wasn't going to say it in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. I was only going to ask pastor Dwight. That was it. And at the end of the class, he goes, he goes, any questions? And he looked at me, he's Steven. And I was like. It's like, no, I'll wait until everybody's gone. And he's like, why? He's like, somebody here might have the answer. True. Okay. Let me put it out there then. And, but here's, and that's the thing too. All these people now are like, Hey Steve, what you were talking about, look right here, look right here, you yeah. know? And maybe it's not a question for them, but they're reaching out to help me understand it for myself. Right. So I think that's important guys. Like, Hey, if you have a question, you're probably not the only one. And I hope that's something that you guys have seen through this podcast is you're not the only one struggling. You're not the only ones that have doubt. You're not the only ones dealing with addiction or marriage problems or anything else. Like we're all going through the same things yeah. and we're all dealing with it. Like let's help each other. If you have a, if, if you're dealing with something right now and you want, you want some help, you want somebody to, to maybe just bounce it off of, if you don't want it to be a podcast, just still send us an email. We won't, it won't be a podcast. We've received emails asking for help that we don't even talk about yeah. on here. You know, like let's, let's see what we like. If you need some help, let us know. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, guys, Hey, um, we appreciate you guys listening. Also, if you need some help, just a little, a little visual of staying on target. You guys can pick up some merchandise <laughs> on ignitedfortitude.com. Good plug. And if Get you have you. any questions about the quality of the merchandise, ask Will if you know him because he buys more than anybody else I know. And if you ask Will, he'll probably give you one. Yeah, he'll probably just hand it out to you. <laughs> so um, we're super thankful for Will. He's like one of our biggest supporters. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of really, really good supporters, but Will not only supports us monetarily, but also he's like, here, let me give this out to people. He talks about the podcast to people more than I do. So. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yesterday we were, we were with Chaplain yeah. Lynn yeah. and you guys had this box. I didn't know what was in the box. And then at the very end, he well, like I busted out. I didn't know either. Did you see me take the box from him when he walked in? I thought it was a, something for the computer. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I was like, what is all right, well, whatever. I'm, I don't have to know hands, what's going on here. He hands Chaplain Lynn some some merchandise, and I was like, "Geez, well, you're <laughs> way better at this than us." <laughs> so, anyways, guys, again, thank you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you know can help the podcast, just uh, any ideas, any. Um, you know what, Johnny, if you're listening, you haven't told us like it was some improvements we need to make in a long time. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. So. I, I stopped shaking my leg. Yeah. <laughs> our buddy, John, our buddy, Johnny's like, man, I, I, so I've been watched, I binge watched the podcast. He's like, bro, you got to stop shaking your leg. 
<laughs> he's like, I focus on that. And then he's like, Steve, you need to stay in one spot. You start in one place and then you end up like six feet from the microphone and I can't even hear you. So I turn it up and then Bobby's right on top of it. So anyways, guys, that's what, you know, we like that, that interaction. I mean, because Bobby and I can sit around and talk all the time, but it's, it's, it's not about us. Yeah, it's a, sure. it's about God and affecting lives. Right. So, um, let us know. And with that, I guess I'll pray unless yeah, you have anything pray. else. No, do that's it. Pray it out. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, just for the opportunity to sit down together and have a have, and do this podcast that that you've made happen. We thank you for the 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 book that you give us that the Bible that reveals yourself to us reveals um, who you are, what you expect of us from in our behavior and our ways of thinking and all manners of life and reveals to us who you are and how you are going to handle the things that we're going through. Um, as we did this episode on doubt, we ask that if somebody out there is doubting Lord, reveal yourself to them, you know, help, encourage them to get to read, you know, put that thought in their head of open your Bible and um, allow them to, to come to an understanding of who you are and what their relationship is with you. God, we, we pray that, um, that this just goes out and, you know, whoever you want this to reach God, that it reaches them and it helps them. And, and you use whatever we've said in this podcast to, to get them on the right track, God. And we pray all of this in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen.